Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Karen. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you out here today. You are getting started at the top of our, our year with Savvy. We relaunched just recently, and we're so grateful to have you out here to talk about one of the topics that gets one of the most hits, which is money and finance and wealth. You're a financial coach. You've helped people from $500 in debt to $80,000 and $800,000 in debt from a couple credit cards to 85 credit cards, boom. So you're gonna help give some wonderful advice to our business owners and people listening in on how to build wealth and to get out of debt. Uh, before we go there, share a little bit about your backstory with our listeners. Absolutely, it's my pleasure to be here with you. I am actually a registered nurse, but I have not practiced as a registered nurse for several years. And I look at it like this. As a nurse, I help people get healthy physically. And now I help people get healthy financially. So I'm still helping people, but in a great way, I believe, because there's so many people that don't have control over their money. Yeah. And some people just don't know how to handle it or what to do with it. So I'm glad to help them. Now tell me, what drew you, being in, you know, working in the health industry, drew you to helping people with their money? Is it something you just had a natural gift for? You know, I have a natural gift for it. And people told me my entire life, you're really good with numbers. You're really good with money. I never saw it, you know, even yeah. when they said that. But I saw eventually that I, I am really good with money. Yeah. So I had a friend of mine tell me, why don't you go get some further training? So I did. I became a master financial coach. And I absolutely love it because I feel like I'm empowering people mm. when it comes to money. Yeah. And what's amazing about this, Karen, is I think we forsake a lot of times our greatest gifts because they're so natural and we do them without thinking. It's like breathing for us that you just take it for granted. So I'm so grateful you are coming out to help people now and empower them. What have you found is some of the biggest myths people have around money or wealth and wealth building? Oh, boy, you just asked a load of questions. <laughs> there are lots of myths when it comes to money. Some mm -hmm. people have the, the thought, oh, I'll never get out of debt, or I, I will always have a car payment. That is not necessarily so, mm -hmm. because you can. there are ways you can buy vehicles with cash. Mm -hmm. There are ways that you can make purchases without having to go into debt. Mm -hmm. and, and it's actually kind of sad when it, when it comes to that, because I think people, they believe that myth. And I heard somebody say one time, if you listen to a myth long enough, it becomes truth and reality for you. Yeah. So I'm out there pounding the pavement, doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and giving financial freedom seminars to yeah. let folks know that is not the case. You make a really good point here, Karen. A number of years ago, I got into the habit. I didn't have credit cards. I had like cut them up and, and refinanced and got my debts paid off. But during that time, I always found myself at a loss for money. And just before my paycheck, I would be, oh, I, I need some extra cash, la, la, la. So there was a good friend of mine. I would always say, hey, can, can I borrow 20? Can I borrow 10? La, la, la. And she would lend me the money. And then one time she said, no, I'm not going to do it. Because you so often just don't have the money available. You need to learn to work with what you got. And I remember thinking, oh, this, this 
well, what am I going to do? And then I remembered earlier that week, her birthday was coming up in two months, but I found a beautiful bracelet that I thought was perfect for her. And I just decided to buy it, but I wasn't like putting it in my budget. I just bought it. And then I said, you know what? This bracelet will be there. I'm sure it's not going anywhere. It's at Macy's. I brought it back. It was 60 bucks. Guess what? I have 60 bucks in my pocket. I went back months later and got her another wonderful bracelet. I mean, she knows her, she didn't know that, but I think that's what you're talking about. That sometimes you think you need credit or you need a line of cash somewhere and there you can find it. And I found I've done that too, even from returning things that are just sitting there in a bag that I've not used that you could return. Sure. Well, and you just said it yourself. People think that they have to have credit cards to make purchases online or to rent a car or to book airline tickets. And that's not true. They take debit cards. You can have the money already in your account. They will accept a debit card. And then you don't have to worry about coming home to a debt that you have to pay each and every month to pay it off. Yeah. It's paid for once you use that debit card. Yeah. Well, explain for me now when you work, because you've worked with people with extreme debt or little debt. If someone got 85 cards, oh my gosh, how do you even get to the point where you have 85 credit cards? But how do you, <laughs> how do you even begin to help someone that it might seem like you were saying earlier that, oh my gosh, this will never end. How do you begin to even tackle something that that's that huge in debt? I sit down with the folks. This was actually a married couple that I sat down with, and this was our first coaching session. And I gather a lot of information from them. I ask questions because I need to know exactly how am I going to help you? So I ask a series of questions. And one of the questions I ask is I, I list all of the debts and then I say, okay, what are your credit cards? And of course, both of them say what those credit cards are. And then there was some awkward silence. And I said, are there, is there anything else? And the wife said, well, actually, I have some credit cards that he doesn't know about. So we listed those. Yeah, it was an uh-oh moment for both of them, actually. Because then when she was done telling me those credit cards, mm-hmm. he said, well, I actually have some credit cards that she doesn't know about. So we listed all of them. When it all, when it was all said and done, it was 86 credit cards. And I said, okay, now we're not going to have, you know, world war three here. (laughs) Both of you were in the wrong for not communicating with each other. But now what we have to do is we have to focus on how are we going to tackle this debt? What are we going to do? And so we discussed that. There's never too much debt that can't be overcome. It may take a little bit longer. If somebody only has $5,000 in debt mm-hmm. and someone else has $500,000 in debt, yeah. both of those are going to look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. However, I always try to give people hope because if you got into debt, then you can get out of debt. Yes. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you got there. And here's something very interesting. I remember my very first credit card, Karen, I was 28. And I went to Macy's and I wanted to get some jeans and I had budgeted 80 bucks. So I go in there and the woman said, you can get a Macy's credit card today and get 10% off. I was like, (laughs) that sounds great. My friend's like, no, stop. And I said, but it's awesome. I'll get 10% off 10%. What is that on $80? Seriously. Anyway, I walked out with the pants and I, you know, I, she gave me a new credit card. You got approved. Boom. I walk and I'm, I can just take them now. I can just leave. She's like, yeah, you can. Uh, but my friend's like, you better be careful because it makes you feel like you have unlimited money. Do you find that happens with people that when oh, they have the credit yeah. card, it feels like there's no breaks? 
Oh, that's so true. So many people get hoodwinked into that. They'll go into a, a department store and get some clothes and it's almost like they're not spending money, which they aren't technically. They're using plastic. However, you end up spending 47% more money when you use a credit card or a debit card rather than using cash. Because, wow. and the reason that is, is because you don't feel that money leave your hands. Mm -hmm. When that money has to leave your hands, you're a little bit more cautious. If you have to bust a Benjamin Franklin $100 <laughs> bill, you're a little cautious on that. You don't want to totally bust that up. Mm -hmm. So it's true. We spend less when we spend cash. In fact, there was a study several years ago done by Carnegie Mellon, mm -hmm. and they hooked up a person to an MRI machine, which is a study of the brain and the brain waves, and they simulated this person spending cash. And when they spent cash, it activated the, the pain centers of the brain. And they use the same person and they simulated this person using a debit card or a credit card mm -hmm. and it didn't activate the pain centers of the brain. Wow. So there is definitely a difference when we're spending cash as opposed to credit or debit. And here's the thing I like, Karen, when I have the cash in my pocket, which I just did today, I took out my spending for the, the week is as I'm paying for things, I look, oh, oh, only 60 more left. Oh my. And then you really get a visual as you're touching the bills. That, oh, this is what I got left. And the right. cards can be a little bit tricky though, because it's leaving your account, but you're not feeling the bills. And that makes it that you could overspend, which has happened to me. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think we've all done that when you, when using a debit card for sure. Yeah, I remember. Once, <laughs> I remember once, Karen, for Christmas, I was going all these Christmas shopping. I was using my debit card, and then I got to the last door. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's been denied. I'm like, denied. I looked at my my you know my phone. I was like, oh no, I used everything in my account. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I, what would you tell people? Would you say it's best to go and get the cash out for the week that you need, and then just boom, leave your your debit card at home? Absolutely. I, I suggest to people to use cash if at all possible, rather than a debit card, to be honest with you, because you're more aware of how much you're spending mm -hmm. and you're more cautious that you're not going to overspend. When you use a debit card, and I see a lot of young people today, they'll go into a convenience store and get a candy bar and a 20 ounce bottle of pop and they whip out that debit card. And I'm thinking for a dollar 84, really for a dollar 84, you know, and uh, then they get a surprise when they get home because they've used that debit card all day and they don't realize how much they've spent. Yeah. And it's easy to lose track. I mean, I remember one month I did this exercise where you write down everything you spend. And at that time I worked in a company where I would go to the vending machine sure. a bunch of times. I would get tired. I buy a couple of cookies or whatever <laughs> I was spending. And here, and this was something that was a good lesson, not only for money purposes, but for my weight purposes is that I was spending about $20 a day on snacks at the vending machine, coffee, sure. whatever. And so not only was it not good for my waistline, it was not good for my pocket. Sure. And, <laughs> so, and then when you do it with a debit card, because a lot of these uh, machines allow you to use the debit card or credit card, you just do not realize how fast it's going until, and like you said, unless you're using the actual physical cash. Right. Yeah. That's so true. I coached a young man one time. He was in his mid twenties mm -hmm. and, uh, he didn't really have a budget per se, and he didn't really know how much he was spending. And I said, well, do you ever get a specialty coffee? And he said, oh yeah, I get a specialty coffee every day in a drive-through on my way to work. Mm 
-hmm. I said, oh, okay, well, how much do you spend on that specialty coffee each day? We added it up. You were spending $350 a month on that specialty coffee every day. So he decided (laughs) it was eye-opening experience for him. He had no idea. He decided he was going to just buy that coffee one day a week, each Friday Mm -hmm. as a treat Mm -hmm. rather than every day. Because yeah. I'm an avid coffee drinker myself. I enjoy a cup of coffee. I love the caffeine. <laughs> yeah, but if we are watchful, how often are we treating ourselves? And are we okay with that amount of money we're spending? Yeah, it's true. I started taking mine to work and I really enjoy it. And then on the weekends, I like to sit outside with my little doggy friend and have a cappuccino. Yeah, yeah but there, there's a way to not deny yourself but at the same time still have fun. and, and That's not right. Work. That's yeah. exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Now tell me, what do you see, Karen? And and I see the future. A lot of stores are saying, well, we're not off, we're not allowing for cash anymore. We're going complete credit. That seems a little dangerous for the, the future coming up because if everything goes straight to credit or debit, that will allow our mind shift to change. How would you say that people should operate, not go to those stores or find ways to operate in which they are careful with them? How would you what would you tell them? I would say if at all possible, use cash. But if you absolutely have to go to that particular store where they only allow you a a debit card, Mm -hmm. then make up your mind. How much are you going to limit yourself before before you enter that store? Mm -hmm. Before you enter that store. Because, yeah, otherwise you're going to start shopping and you're going to talk yourself into allowing yourself to spend more than what you thought. So make, and also let someone know if you're with your spouse, say, okay, this is all we're going to spend in here. Mm -hmm. Tell someone because then there's accountability. Yeah. There's accountability with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been fascinating. I know you've given so much valuable information today. How can people get a hold of you, work with you? How can they do that? Absolutely. They can go directly to my website, which is karenford.org. Mm, awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been an incredible chat, Karen. I, I appreciate you so much sharing your wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Thank you. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.